friend, it's Mr. Damon, and I'm so excited to hang out with you and to share with you tonight's Church Kids story. This season of Church Kids stories is all about how Jesus's love transforms us. Let me give you an example. When I was younger, I used to worry a lot about what other kids thought about me. I felt insecure about how I looked, if my clothes were cool, if they thought I was cool. But the more I realized how much Jesus loved me, the more his love transformed my confidence. Little by little, I stopped worrying about what other people thought about me and started to care more and more about what Jesus thought about me. Transformation? It's just a fancy word to say change. And when Jesus steps into our lives, everything changes. Tonight, you're going to hear a wild story about a teenager who desperately needed Jesus to step in and do some serious transforming. And his story shows us that Jesus is going to do the same thing for us. Paul the Apostle traveled all around Southern Europe and the Middle East, telling people about God's love, starting new communities of Jesus followers. Every time Paul preached to big and small crowds of people, the Holy Spirit would open their hearts and many of them would say yes to Jesus. The same thing happens when you tell people about Jesus. If that isn't cool enough, the Holy Spirit used Paul and his friends just like he wants to use you to pray for people and see their lives transformed. Because wherever Jesus' love goes, it takes bad situations and turns them into great ones. But little did Paul know how much Jesus' transforming power was going to be needed late one night when tragedy struck without warning. On his missionary trip, Paul stopped in a city called Troas in the country of Greece. A large group of people gathered in the top floor of a building to hear Paul preach about Jesus. The room was packed and the temperature outside was hot. So you can imagine the temperature inside, oh, even hotter. But no one cared because the presence of Jesus filled the room as everyone sang worship songs and took communion together. Afterwards, Paul stood up and began teaching them about who Jesus is and how he wants us to live. His words were full of life-giving power. And the more Paul spoke, the more everyone felt the Holy Spirit transforming their hearts. As the sun went down, Paul continued to preach and to teach the people in the packed room. One hour turned into two. Two hours turned into three. And Paul kept talking. Now, let's be honest for a second. Have you ever been in church or school and felt so tired that you wanted to take a nap? I have. I'm going to tell you a secret. One time, when I was sitting in church and the pastor talked so long, I started to fall asleep in my seat. Church kids, how funny is that? Well, sitting in the room that night was a teenager named Eutychus, who felt just like you and I did. He loved worshiping Jesus and enjoyed listening to Paul talk about Jesus. But the warm air from outside mixed with the body heat on the inside of the room 
making it the perfect temperature for a nap. It's so hot in here. I need to get some air, Eutychus thought. The problem was he was sitting in the middle of the room. So he stood up and tried to tiptoe through the massive crowd to the back wall. Chances are high, he stepped on a lot of people's toes as he made his way to the open window in the back. Finally, Eutychus made it. Ah, sweet fresh air, he said, as he stuck his head out the window. P.U., who knew a room full of sweaty people could smell so bad? Eutychus leaned outside and took a deep breath. But when he looked down, he thought, whoa, because the window was 30 feet up in the air. Woo, that fall would hurt, he thought to himself. We must be three stories up. Then he turned around and hopped up into the windowsill and sat down. It was the perfect spot. He could enjoy the fresh air and still listen to Paul. Oh, this is money, he said as he smiled and leaned his head against the window frame. So let me summarize the situation. It is now midnight, church kids, and sleepy Eutychus is sitting in an open window 30 feet above the ground inside a hot room listening to someone talk on and on and on. Do you have any guesses as to what is about to happen? Tell you what, I'll give you three options to choose from. You tell me which one you think happens next. Option one, Peter Pan flies up to the window and takes Eutychus away to Neverland. Option two, Eutychus is scared of heights, gets motion sickness, and throws up out of the window onto a man walking below. Yuck. Option three, our boy Eutychus can't keep his eyes open and falls asleep. If you guessed option one, I'm sorry, you're wrong. But if you guessed option three, you are absolutely correct. The longer Paul talked, the sleepier Eutychus became. His eyelids were so heavy, they felt like they were made out of lead. His head started to bob like a baby that's falling asleep in a high chair. And without realizing it, Eutychus fell fast asleep. Now, when I say he fell fast asleep, I mean that literally. As soon as he slipped into the N1 sleep stage, Eutychus fell backwards out of the window and his body quickly picked up speed. Have you ever had a dream where you felt like you were falling? Eutychus did too. Only it wasn't a dream at all. Who knows? Maybe Eutychus was snoring by the time his body made the sudden stop at the bottom. Splat! The sound of Eutychus hitting the pavement stones was so loud, it interrupted Paul, and everyone in the room turned around to see what made the noise. When people near the window looked out, they saw Eutychus lying on the ground dead. But ironically enough, he was also looking extremely well-rested. Everyone screamed and ran downstairs. By the time Paul made it to the teenager's body, everyone was crying and covering their faces with their hands. This is terrible, someone shouted. Another person cried, I can't believe this happened. How tragic. Paul pushed his way past the people, knelt down, and then did something no one expected. Paul picked up Eutychus in his arms, closed his eyes, 
and quietly said a simple prayer over the teenager. We don't know what Paul prayed, but it doesn't matter. Because when he talked with Jesus, the Holy Spirit's power flowed through Paul into Eutychus and brought him back to life. His severe head trauma disappeared. All of his broken bones mended back together. When Eutychus opened his eyes, the first thing he saw was Paul smiling back at him. Uh, did you finish talking, Mr. Paul? Eutychus asked. Paul laughed and shouted to everyone, It's okay. He's alive. He isn't dead anymore. Mm, uh, dead? Eutychus asked, confused. I just took a nap. Don't worry, Paul said with a wink. Your mom and dad will explain it to you on the way home. Everyone was relieved and thanked Jesus as Eutychus's parents took the sleepy teenager home. Church kids, this is what Jesus does. He steps into painful, broken, and sad situations and transforms them into something beautiful. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus describes himself this way. A thief, oh, they're only there to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come so that you can have real and eternal life, more and better life than you ever dreamed of. Just like Jesus used Paul to bring his transformation power to help Eutychus, he wants to use you to do the same. You may not have to pray for a teenager to come back to life from the dead. Well, I don't know. Maybe you will. Who knows? But every day, there are moments where Jesus wants to use us to share his love with others. And maybe that means praying for someone who's sick or asking Jesus to help someone who's feeling sad. As we close, let's talk with Jesus together. Take a moment and close your eyes. It helps us to concentrate on him. And say this after me. Jesus, you are the God who does miracles. I want to share your love with others. With my words, kindness, and love. Use me to pray for others. Just like Paul did. Do miracles through me just like you did through Paul. I believe nothing is impossible for you, Jesus. I love you. You're the best. Amen. Church kids, the first thing you need to do before you go to sleep tonight is make sure you're not sitting in a third-story window. The second thing you need to do is remember how much Jesus loves you and that he is going to use you to do miracles and share his love everywhere you go. I'm so proud of you, and I love you so much. But most of all, Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. We can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good night.